Hi guys, this is David coming to you a little bit before the episode, just to let you know that this episode is going to be over Ori and the Blind Forest. So we got a little ahead of ourselves uh, talking about other stuff, and we just completely forgot to mention what the uh, topic of the episode is. So this is going to be right before the front part of the episode, just to let you know. Sorry about that guys, and we will let you guys get in right into the episode. Thanks. Bye. Hi, and welcome to Seriously Pointless Conversations About Culture, your seriously pointless conversation about all your nerdy and geek things that we've been going over for the last, I don't know how many weeks, so it's whatever we... A couple we, months now. Yeah, yeah, a couple months now. We're, uh, we're hitting, this is going to be episode 10, I believe, um, 9 or 10, I, I, we're, we're pre-recording a lot of these guys, so... I'm pretty sure 10 came out this week. No, 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 I can't Wasn't accept it. it? I'm going to be honest with you, the, the, all the episode numbers I thought the are wild episode, I thought the wild episode was 10 this week. I had to look at man. It's been, <laughs> Dude, it's just been one of those weeks of work. But anyways. This is going to be episode less than 20 for sure. Yes, we'll say that. <laughs> we're we're going to err on the side of caution. Anyways, this week I am joined again by James and Kelly. How you guys doing today? Good. Having a good day. I know. We had a really good day. We just got back from a little hike we did mm-hmm. in one of the nearby parks. A man could not wish for more perfect weather. It was it was it was gorgeous, you, you know. We got the full-blown fall foliage going on right now. I know. It's it's almost uh we got about a couple weeks before Thanksgiving uh when then we're recording this episode. So hopefully you, by the time you guys hear all this, you, your faces are full of pumpkin pie and mm-hmm. pecan pie or whatever favorite dessert you guys have. Some turkey, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Get that tryptophan ooh, poisoning. Oh, yes. Yeah, just pass out on the couch watching, I don't know, whatever. That's, that's the best part of Thanksgiving. You guys might watch, <laughs> I don't know what you guys watch, but a lot of people watch football, but I'll usually end up sitting there watching some like Star Wars movie or something like that normally. That's the classy way to celebrate things. That's right. Yes. With your pinkies out and your Star Wars. We used oh. to watch Red Skelton tapes at my grandpa's house back in the day. Because oh. that's what he had. And ooh, let me tell you, some some goofy, you know, old school comedy. I love Red Skelton. Oh, man, that was my thing. <laughs> I used to be really big into Red Skelton and Johnny Carson whenever... Um, when I was a lot younger and I'd go to my grandpa and grandma's a lot, my grandpa would watch reruns of that all mm-hmm. the time. And I'm just like, who is this guy? And then, of course, mom had to start picking up tapes from the library of Red Skeleton. And I'm like, this guy's <laughs> hilarious. I'd never heard him before. My favorite Red Skeleton joke was we was, like, doing his hobo character. And he was mm. drinking gin out of a tuna can. Yeah. And he yeah. said, what kind of drink is that? It's a martini. <laughs> <laughs> a martini. Dude, things like that. It's just like, yeah. it's that... I mean, that was just the that was the beginning of stand up, essentially doing oh, yeah. a lot of. That and stuff. the older I get, the funnier it gets. Oh yeah, it's it's because it's not crass. It's just it's just it's goofy because you can clever. you could you could see that you could see that actually happening in real life somewhere probably. That, oh, that's yeah. why it was great. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so anyways, um, I know we're kind of like we're BSing a little bit on that that kind of stuff, reminiscing our childhood. But today's topic, if you guys since we haven't already this said it already, is going to be over over oaring the blind forest. Um, so before we get into that though, uh, let's talk about some of the other video games we've been playing. Kelly, what have you been up to? Um, I've started getting into, uh, Among Us with a couple friends uh, of mine. Yeah. Have you, how many times have you been, uh, killed in a corner somewhere oh, while you're trying to so, fix them? So many times, <laughs> so many times, but I've also been doing a lot of the killing, so. That's right. Dude, we were playing with some of the guys at uh, at work, and because it was kind of one of those slow nights, and we were just like playing a couple quick games, and it was it was fun. It was really fun. Was. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've learned that I'm not as good of a liar as I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just keep it at it, that. It's best when you don't have to lie. Yeah. And the situation mm. sets itself up that you're oh. like, oh, I did not lie. 
Oh, I did not lie. I left information out, but yeah. didn't lie. Omitting is better, so. <laughs> but yeah, so what do you what have you been playing, James? I've been playing Orion the Blind Forest. <laughs> I know, so he's been doing some homework, ladies and gentlemen. I, I powered through Orion the Blind Forest over the last couple of days, and actually I finished it a couple of days ago, and now I'm starting the sequel game. Oh, man. See, which I think just came out like in March or something. That one's yeah, much it's newer. Fairly, yeah, it's fairly new, actually. So um, They've got an excellent Switch port. It's been a blast. Those so, kind of bright colors really and it work just it just came out within the last year for the Switch. I think it's it's pretty very, recent. Very recently. Well, the the game release itself was this year. Like I want to say yeah. like March or April. Yeah. And the Switch the Switch release was very recent. I think. Oh yeah. So yeah, I that's that's kind of what I was kind of doing. I started to play a little bit of, of the the newest one. I believe it's it's Ori. It's Ori Ori. However you want to call it. In the Will of the Wisps. In the Will of the Wisps. Yeah. So it's that's the sequel to this one. And I started playing that a little bit. Haven't gotten very far into it. I got distracted by a couple different things between work because I've been trying to do play a couple other games too, and I, mm-hmm. yeah, I've also been on my Lego Harry Potter kick. So <laughs> I, I get it. I got them for free off the PlayStation Now network, and I'm just like, oh, I can play these. These are great. I just start. I just start playing. I'm like, I could probably platinum these. And I'm looking at them. It's like a 40 hour <laughs> platinum, but it's just it's just collectibles and grinding. It's what it is. It's so it's. Yeah, they're fun though. If you don't want to think about anything for about they're two a good, very good time. chill game. Yeah, so it's that's kind of why I get them every once in a while. If I just want to like decompress and not think about anything for a while, that's I have or you can play WoW and just go fishing. Mm, you're not gonna do that to me. <laughs> you cannot force me or even try to get me to play WoW, even though we talked about it a little bit on our walk today. You were asking James, me what a subscription costs, and I was thinking, ooh, I got him. I see, got him. that's how it starts. You're like, you're like, man. It's okay, David. You don't even have to pay for the game. It's great. I'll buy you a gift card. No, just you're, no, you're not going to do it to me. I think if I actually put a gift card in your mailbox, you wouldn't. You couldn't resist. That's a, you're an awful person. <laughs> you're, you're essentially a drug dealer. You know that, right? I mean, yeah. I, I'm not going to deny it. <laughs> that's that's. Uh, my wife comes home one day. She's like, "Have you been to work yet?" And I was like, "Why at work today?" But I've just got like a crazy hair and like the beard has grown because I've been down here for like two months. I haven't left. Yeah, that's that's how that would go. Would be oh, it's like just two thousand more honor, and I'll be exalted. I'm so close. I'm so close. I need I, the, I need the blood sale buccaneers hat. I know. Oh my god. Yeah, you just gotta get the little little extra like fancy little things. But yeah, you were telling me. So I don't know if anybody knows it, but James was telling me that um, they're talking about coming out with the Burning Crusade, uh, possibly. Nothing yeah. official has been said, yeah. but it definitely looks like it. So if you guys like like the like Wild Classic, I mean, there's I would, an option. I'm very hopeful that it's going to come out because for me, Burning Crusade was peak Wild. Oh, mm-hmm. we already did a Wild video, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like I said, if if you guys just to give you a heads up, if you that might be coming in the future, I speculate that it has it is probably going to be coming, but. Don't take our word for it. Keep your eyes uh, on the horizon for that. And yeah. hopefully it comes out in the next couple, uh, yeah. over the next year or so. That's what I was mm-hmm. kind of thinking. You know? I think they're probably going to release it after they, they pop out this next expansion. I think probably. Shadowlands is going to be this fall. And yeah. if I had to guess, I think Burning Crusade will be springtime. Oh, they, they haven't released Nax yet on Classic, and they're going to want to give people time to play that for a few mm-hmm. months. Oh, yeah. So if I had to guess March, April, something like that, I bet they're going to come out with well. That, sounds, that would be that would be fun. Yep. So, but yeah, so that's kind of a, a wrap up of kind of what we were playing. Like I said, guys, like I've said before, if you guys want to share with us what you guys have been playing, let us know. Post it on our our web pages, our Facebook, any of that stuff. 
just let us know because we want to have a conversation with you guys. Yeah, we'll play it too and talk about it. Yeah. That's right. And if you guys want to team up with us and try to get some stuff done and, and play uh, whatever game, we can help you do whatever you want or you can help us however you want to do it. Like I said, that's that's the whole point is to share and enjoy the games. So mm -hmm. talking about sharing games, um, let's get into this a little bit. The Ori and the Blind Forest uh, kind of rundown. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys, I know you just played it, James. I yes. did. And I know Kelly has been I, watching you play it a little bit. I 99%ed it. I didn't 100%. I didn't 100%ed God. It. Well, it has, a, it has I, this I'm annoying thing. I'm there to point out all the things he's missed. Mm. Well, yeah, it has gone. this really annoying thing <laughs> where you can collect all the big collectibles, but it doesn't give you 100% completion on the yeah. map until you've actually, like collected all like the little consumable energy crystals and stuff yes. and so you can finish the whole map and if you didn't break like one rock it doesn't count it yep so like i said i 99 percent at the game and you're just like <laughs> i think i think i've done my job here i wasn't going to go back over every single era and break every single pebble again it i don't dude, i don't blame you at all because there's sometimes where like i do that in in games where it's just like you you can you get to the point like you finish the storyline and you're like, well, I wanna, I like this game enough. I'll play through it all again and I'll get the collectibles and do the other extra little trials or whatever it is. You're like, but I'm probably gonna look at a video and watch somebody help like where I need to go for this or like read a fact or game yeah. fact or something like that. Just try to see where I need to go or what I need to do. And dude, there's always that one. If it's a hard enough game, there's always that one like one percent yes. somewhere, and you're like, I do not want to take the time and go through all this all over again there's to try to find some it. Really challenging jumping puzzles in order. Oh yeah, most of it's pretty chill, but there's a couple spots that are brutal. I yeah. So kind of going off of that. So that that's that's the kind of whole basis of the game, though, isn't it? It's yeah, it's so it's, it's a uh, yeah. It's it's, it's like it's, a Metroidvania style two D platformer. Yeah. For me, the core of the game is really just its movement mechanics. Mm -hmm. It's a really smooth platformer. I know, I and mean, you wouldn't think that just like looking at the cover art. When mm -hmm. I remember when I looked at, it, I thought it was going to be something like um, you remember uh, Dust Elysium Tale at all? Yeah. I kind of thought it was going to be something like that, like the uh, maybe a little like a, 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 a 3D or a 2.5D rendered side-scroller. And then when I started playing it, it I started seeing it was more of like a puzzle type game a little bit. I was expecting it to be more like, yeah, like the Blind Prince and some of those other yes. very artsy, very story-driven yeah. kind of dumpster fire games with... Are essentially just one big long movie that has some kind of walking yes, sequences. Yeah, walking it. sequences and a few puzzles. And that's why I hadn't really played Ori till now, despite its you know general acclaim. Yeah. But I'm glad I did because I really love this style of game. Yeah, yeah. and it, it was these kind fun of to watch. Yeah, these kind of exploration yeah, even just sitting there. Jam, so. Oh yeah, man. Too. I remember so kind of running off that a little bit. Do you remember? Um, I remember the first time I ever played anything. Uh, Castlevania, like some of the first couple of games, like Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night, like Aria of the Moon, those type of things. Oh man, that's those just great. perfect. I mean, especially Symphony of the Night, where like you can literally flip the whole. You go to that what I can't remember is it the second half of the game where mm -hmm. you figure out you literally flip the the castle gets flipped upside down <laughs> and you have to re like find everything all over again. Oh no! And it, I just, you're just sitting there going, holy crap! And I was looking when I was playing this, I remember thinking, please God. Don't do something like that to me because I will probably throw my controller down in anger a little bit. You know bit. they're going to. No, I, which was the one that had all the souls in it? That was Aria of the Moon, I think. That was Aria of the Moon, yeah. I, Aria, I, no, Aria of Sorrow. Aria of Sorrow, that's it. Yeah, I, 
I played that. I collected every soul in that game, and it took a very long time. And that's the one where you have it's on the 3DS, isn't it? Where you do the stylus, or is it? I did not play it on the 3DS. Gee, well, I wonder where I, I wonder where you played it at, James. I was a poor college student. Don't judge me. <laughs> There's no judgment here. Um, if anybody knows us, like I said, that we were we're emulator fiends. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> that's right, because we're big boys and we have jobs. Now I can afford to buy real games. That's yes. right. I'm a big boy. I can buy my own game. That's what, that's what I do anyways at least so yes. but it's it's uh, it, it's fun so like what would you have you played anything similar to that Kelly at all or uh I probably Hollow Knight would be the closest thing I've played definitely a different level of difficulty yeah. though there it's yeah I mean Hollow Knight's one of those I mean what else it's, but it seems like in the that's last a lot of 2D ones well, Castlevania has been the biggest source of that type of thing uh, yeah really. so they've come out with even even if you just do with like cave story mm-hmm. a little bit King's Story was good. But you always, like, it seems oh, like yeah, in the last, the like, was, five was or eight years, really probably within the last decade, they've they've really had a lot of these, uh, like, side-scrolling uh, 2D platformers or, like, mm-hmm. heavy. It's starting to come, almost make a comeback, almost, mm-hmm. it seems like. just. Like, I think they're cool, and I think it's a way that a small studio can put out a really great game without absolutely. having as much development overhead. Yes. Because yeah. even, uh, if I remember correctly, the, cast, the Will of the Wisp for Ori, I think they had, like, a five-year development time, and it was, yeah. like, a 90-person team. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. Yes. But mm-hmm. it's amazing how much development time goes into even these quote-unquote yeah. simpler games. Well, you know, that's one of the thing is, like, if they could put the time and effort to it, if they can get stuff like they do with this one where they end up winning awards, like, for for best artistry. And mm-hmm. I cannot remember. Let me look at yeah, a broken. what they win? I know that they won a ton of stuff. They won one. a ton of things. So on the award side, I know we're jumping ahead a little bit, but they won numerous best art direction awards, music animation awards, and that was, and it's been generally play, praised for getting, you know, most, they think that the average, uh, most of the average gamers reviews from the sites that they get are like 9 out of 10s. Mm-hmm. And that's just for, yeah. for a... Their, their Steam Metacritic was over 90 whenever I looked it up, and which it is started, insane. And that's, that was before Microsoft even got involved with them, yeah. because Microsoft, I think, ended up buying the studio by they were part of the way through the development of it. Yeah, they helped push it out the door. Oh, like, absolutely. So they started uh, making the game. It was Moon Studios that actually started making mm-hmm. the game. It was, like you said, it five. they did five years from the, this last one. Yeah. The first one was for over the uh, course of about four years mm-hmm. um, by Moon Studios and started in development in 2005. Or, I'm sorry, develop, it started, they originally started developing it in 2001 and it was released in 2005. I apologize. Mm-hmm. And so since um, Microsoft got involved in it, they obviously first released it for the PC and the Xbox. Which is, I think it's kind of why it took a little bit to get to the other platforms, because I don't even know if it's released for the PlayStation or not. I think it eventually ended up getting there. I know there. it's on PC. I know I played it on Switch. Mm-hmm. I, played, I, I imagine it has to be on PlayStation by I now. Would, I would think so. See, I played it on uh, play, uh, my PC, which is where I originally mm-hmm. saw it, which I actually I streamed it for a little bit. That was actually one of the first games I actually streamed, because I was like, I remember starting to play that, and I was just like, I have to share this yeah. because it's just gorgeous. <laughs> it is gorgeous. It was just gorgeous to it's watch, beautiful. and and it's also, but it's gorgeous. But at the same time, it's it can kind of be frustrating at certain points. Yeah. So I think they did a really great job in this game with the art direction in general because mm-hmm. like the different areas of the map feel very different. They've got they've done a good exactly. job with the music. They've done a good job with the sprite arts and everything. So where it all. It looks and feels like distinct parts of this big forest, and it's exactly really so. Cool. So with that, um, they they, I was reading a little bit on it, and they really said they wanted to try and make sure 
that the way the art style was set up, they no two frames are the same, like each of those areas. Like, so if you move, like once you move out of one area, they don't, it, you will literally never see the same plant. Which they go in and they, they totally, they, they did, they do totally different foliage, plant life, mm -hmm. trees, everything. It's all looks different. Which it really shows because mm -hmm. a lot of these kind of more cheaply produced side scrollers, especially copy and paste. And, and, and platforms are, I think platformers are notorious for this because if they're not really trying to mix it up, platforming mechanics can get very repetitive. Yeah. And there's only so many different stone platforms you can put in a game yeah, before it starts exactly. to get kind of old. And, and so easy to get lost in some oh, of those, a lot especially of times, if you have to like go back and forth yeah. between different ones. It's hard to navigate. Yeah, and a lot of times, it's if you have some of these smaller development teams, it's just a time crunch, and it's the easiest thing for them to just copy and paste the same looking thing over and over because mm -hmm. they use a lot of these computer programs after they get the concept art out. It's just a time crunch thing. Eventually, mm -hmm. that's what it comes down to. Yeah. But it, it was it, just the amount of work that they put into it. It was really kind of interesting, though, reading about like the kind of um, thoughts and feelings that they had behind it and the things they were looking at. So they were really, like you said, they were they were looking at uh, primary sources. They were looking at were like Rayman and Metroid, mm -hmm. which Rayman that's the only idea. That's the Rayman. Yeah. Rayman's in the same the original Rayman, not like the most the, recent one. Yeah, the newer ones are a little different. They got but like a Donkey Kong feel going on. They definitely do, but, but the they really they were really yes. looking at that. But they were so they were really looking at that for like gameplay and stuff. And, but they also were kind of fixated on this idea of uh, coming of age, which you can see that a lot yes. in this game. Mm -hmm. Definitely. If, so I know this game's been out for a while, but if anybody's listening to this, this is a spoiler <laughs> at this point about like storyline and yeah. uh, any, any of the, the, the themes that are in this game. So they really seemed to hit heavy on this uh, coming of age thing, and they really wanted to try and make it feel like uh, they said they pulled inspiration mainly from like Lion King and Iron Giant, the Iron Giant, mm. which you can see that a lot yeah, in those where like these kids that are, they, they lose a parent or mm -hmm. they don't have a parent here anymore and they kind of have to l learn to grow up a little bit. And, yeah. and you see that in this like almost immediately. So yeah, there's some pretty heavy stuff like in the first 10 minutes of the game. Yeah. They did a, they sucked me in, I have to admit. Yeah. <laughs> so you're thinking, yeah, so you're watching them and it's like this, I don't know how to describe the creature that is it's like, like. this little like spirit fox type thing. Yeah, that's like taking care of her. Well, that's, that's, no, I'm sorry, that's the that's thing. That's Ori. That Ori is the little spirit thing. And what's the, what's the, the parent Naru. type? Naru. Naru, okay. I don't think they ever, she's kind of like an owlbear, if you, if that's you play D&D. &D. Yeah, that's kind of what I was yeah. thinking. With the left feather, feather, feather. Less, less feathers, more bear than owl, but it's yeah. kind of an owlbear. But she kind of like takes her in. And, and I don't know about you, but during that first cut scene when you're walking as Naru across the screen, like the giant belly that plunges up and down yeah. with every step, I'm like, wow, this is like. <laughs> yeah, really, they do, they put a that's when you were watching that, like, this is <laughs> going to be an experience. Yeah, really, you're like, what, what am I playing here? It's just like a first, you know, but then they, like, hit you, like, heavy with, like, all the the, the losing Naru and the the forest kind of gets put on, set on fire, yeah. things like that, with the, with the great owl and things like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And I was just like, so they're just going to straight up kill her. <laughs> It's like you're five minutes into the game, and the tree lost lost Ori, and then Ori's mom dies. Yeah, 
And they're like, I'm, oh, by the way, the force is going to die, too, unless you fix it. It's like, yeah, I'm just wow. like, you guys are a bunch of jerks. Yeah. No. But I love this game. I'm a cute little spirit fox. I don't deserve this BS. That's right. <laughs> I should be frolicking, making things live, and having a good time. Instead, I have to jump through a dying forest trying to kill me. <laughs> That's right. That's always fun. So they, so on top of that, kind of those themes there, I also looked heavily into uh, Miyazaki's Nausicaa of the Wind, yes. actually. That's, it does remind me actually, a lot of that. Actually, yeah, that art style, which I can't remember now, but Nausicaa of the Wind was Miyazaki copying someone else, too, and I can't remember that. I have to look into it. Because that's why it's so different from a lot of his other movies, is he's deliberately copying someone else's art style on that one. He, so he, I think it's more of the themes. It's based he, on someone's, I think it's one of the few ones he based on someone else's work. He was really looking at a couple of stories like that. I had to look into it a little bit, but I know that's, that was one of his first really kind of heavily adult-oriented and all adult themes, mm-hmm. I guess you would say, um, because it's all about, uh, uh, you know, the apocalypse and... Uh, more and well, there's some pretty like rough, like the pirates. They're like yes. abducting people and like yeah. they're essentially slave traders. I mean, there's some pretty dark oh, yeah. themes in there for a cartoon movie. Yeah, and that's I think that's why they kind of wanted to put those heavy themes in here because even though it does look look cutesy mm-hmm. and fun, mm-hmm. it's it's got a lot of adult themes in it that are gonna are gonna pull people like us yes. who are 30 years old and trying <laughs> to play. You know, like we have. A limited amount of time that we want to put into a game and they're like well if you're going to put adult themes into something well and tragedy is part of growing up i mean exactly you know I mean, with any luck you know we won't face very big magnitudes of tragedy at a young age but i mean even small losses feel big to kids and i feel no, like absolutely like in there you remember, is... the, you remember the time you you accidentally flushed your favorite lego down a toilet or something like mm-hmm. that and you're just like it's the end of the world because you're yeah. never gonna get that toilet back or you get lost in the store for five minutes while your mom frantically searches for you I mean, exactly it feels like an eternity <laughs> i know and so i feel like they put these big these big moments in the game so we can remember how as kids these small moments felt big. I mean, exactly. They're trying to recreate the emotional impact of childhood. And that's, that's I think that's why I it love it. It just takes a lot more to move an adult. But it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it I know, because we're, we're hardened and grizzled a little, little bit. Bitter. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I was never, <laughs> never, ever bitter whatsoever. So, but, so, do you remember kind of the, the general, I know we kind of talked about the initial... Uh, uh, plot of the story. Do you remember how the rest of the plot kind of goes or anything like that? Yeah, so the Ori gets gets sent off to like restore the different pieces of the forest. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there's a big tree that has like the source of water. There's Mount Horu, like the big volcano that has the source of warmth for the forest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's a wind one which inexplicably is in like the icy like mechanical fortress. That was a weird theme. It was a cool level but it was... It was, was a little, very strange. The theming yeah. choice was a little strange on that one. <laughs> it happens. So, so and so, like you, you restore all these big parts of the forest, yep. and you like restore the spirit tree to life. And that's kind of the whole thing. So, do you remember? There's also another. Uh, they have little creatures. So you don't really ever meet any other sentient beings, really, other than the owl, the, the tree. And then there's one other one. Yeah, there's Naru, the owl person. There is the, the kind of the shadow ball thing. He looks like the coal sprite. It's called Gumo. Gumo, yeah, Gumo is his name. He's a spider-like from the Guman clan is what they call him. Because all the other ones were dead and like frozen in the... Yeah, which is kind of, yeah, I don't really, was, I guess that, that was a weird level. That was a really low, so it's like you have all these questions, like once you hit these levels, like once they get to the wind level, it's like, 
did the cataclysm, like whenever the whenever the uh, life from the, the 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 tree, you know, like mm-hmm. went away, like in the plate and the forest started breaking down. Did that occur, or was that already like that? Were they already cold to start with, because it's like I mean, I get that it's like a mountain pass and that's the wind theme, but it was, and the gravity mechanics for the platforming in that level were yeah, super that cool. Was, that was that was fun. a lot of fun. It just. Yeah. For me, I'm like, I was expecting the warmth to be there because it's so cold. Like, oh, if you restore the warmth, then it's going to warm up. But yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, it didn't. No. It just, it just, yeah. But they have a lot. So they did that. They really took all, like, each of the elements and kind of put them in their own level. Like, you mm-hmm. have the water level, you have the fire level, you have the wind level. And then there's, where's, is there an earth level in there somewhere? No, there's like an introductory segment, which I guess you could, it's not like an earth element, no. Or there's, maybe, there's maybe I'm thinking more. Big, there's just the three big elements. Yeah, that's what I one. thought, yeah. I couldn't remember if there was one or not. But. If you play the Definitive Edition, which is like the remastered one, yeah. there's like two bonus areas, which are... So, I actually have both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> because I totally forgot that I had bought it previously, and I like bought it on Steam because it was on sale, and I looked at it and I'm like, Wait a minute. I already have this. Why is it Ori Definitive Edition and Ori Regular? And I'm like, well, looks like I bought both of them. Yes. Yeah. You know. It happens sometimes. It's, I'm like, oh, darn. I got to play both. That's <laughs> no, it's okay. I really don't mind that at all, so. If there was one thing that was a little bit frustrating for me in the game, I will say the escape sequences after each of the elements. Oh, my God. Especially the water one. And it's yes. the very first one. I died a lot. I died many, many times. I was like... Close to you know, just stopping for a couple days and taking a break. It was yep. bad. Yep. Once you get them done, they're very satisfying. They're very tightly developed. It's yeah. just a level of difficulty that's like four notches higher than the rest of the game. Yeah, that's and it's kind of, kind of too. like it's just a weird roller coaster of difficulty. And, and the water one the is the, the water game, one's right? a lot oh, worse yeah. than all the other ones. Like I thought, the wind one was a lot easier, and the fire. Because well, you're was on the simple. you have the leaf and you're flying up the thing, aren't you? For the wind one, yeah. The water one's the one where like the trees like gushing up water, and you're trying yeah. to get away from it at an incredible pace. And if you're trying to pick up the pickups on the way, like I was, it gets yeah. the timing is very tight. Yes. Yeah, but you have a couple seconds, if that, to try to get up through if it. That, the margin is very small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that point, you don't have much health pool, and so you can't really touch the spikes, or you'll die super fast. Yep. You just you don't have the health. Or I think the I remember that. It. I remember I was kind of the same boat. I think I think I actually did put the game down for like a day or so just because I was like you don't get to those moments where you're just like you get so frustrated you're like if I don't put this game down I'm gonna throw my controller across the room and I think part of it is because you've just gotten the bash ability at that point and yeah you haven't like really worked out the timing no you haven't and I can say by the time I finished that segment I was very good at the bash ability oh god yeah I mean because you're spending so, like because I don't know how many times you die but I, I died at hundreds. least hundreds at least yes. it was kind of annoying at honestly. Least. And now, uh, thankfully, the whole sequence is only, it's probably less than a minute if you do it right. It's just, uh, it's a lot of, it's very challenging. It is. Um, so I was trying to think about any other portions of the game that were kind of, like, annoying. But I think that's, honestly, the that was the, the well, one I could figuring out the, the gravity shifting one in the ice level, that took a little bit to... It only took one or two tries. That was To figure fine. out. That like, was fine. Well, there was that one section, though, that I, you took forever to get past yeah that's also because you guys were there talking and distracting me too <laughs> that's true <laughs> a game, a gamer needs quiet <laughs> so no, i think mount horror the fire temple yeah. was the other one that was a little strange because they have you like climb to the top and then you mm-hmm. clear out these puzzles as you go down and like the lava recedes as you go 
Uh-huh. And the, all the puzzles in the rooms were cool. I just thought it was a little weird the way you're like jumping from side to side, going down. It was just a little bit backtracky. But yeah, it was a little. That's a bit. small criticism for an otherwise really yes. awesome game, though. It, it truly was. So I know we kind of like we, we, as you kind of like progress the game and you get each elements and you kind of like start to mm-hmm. restore the restore the uh, the forest. Do you remember kind of how um, the the game kind of concludes a little bit? I do. Which and is mention, why... Mentioning which, restoring the forest, that's one of the core things about the game is like as you restore each element, the forest yeah. changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so like the water gets purified yeah. and, and you the can actually go shows in, up. It opens up a bunch of different like areas. It opens up a lot of areas. Which is why it kind of feels like that more Metroidvania, mm-hmm. which is you the find game, a, a different weapon, a different element. Mentioning kind of the game conclusion, though, it's interesting because the, the owl character, like the big owl who's kind of the villain, you yes. see them so at the beginning. Her, her name is uh, Kuro. Kuro. Kuro, that's right. And yep. you Kuro. see her at the beginning stealing the light from the spirit tree. Yeah. And then about halfway through, you get this cutscene where you can see that, well, she stole the light from the spirit tree because something with the spirit tree was killing her babies. Yeah. And so it's yes. like, no, don't do that to me. I just want <laughs> yeah. to hate this person. <laughs> yeah, I want, I want, they're a bad person and they should be hated. Mm-hmm. When you're no. like, you're like, it's killing her, her babies. Like, so if it was she, my child, I would, I would want to protect them. I would yes. burn the forest down for my babies. Exactly. Yeah, I so I mean, people understand that impulse. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you want to do everything in your, in your power, but at the same time, she affected so many other people in the forest without even thinking about and not knowing yeah. that probably, and or then, not caring at that point. And then you get to that last sequence on Mount Horu when you're yep. running through the when you you restore the fire element and then she just shows up at the peak of the mountain. Yes. And this bird is like literally chasing you down the mountain trying yeah. to kill you. Like yep. she's throwing rocks at you, she's swooping back and forth, you know, across yep. the 2D plane. I remember, yeah. And like if you go she's too terrifying. slow, she'll, if you go oh, too yeah. slow, she'll just reach out and like eat you off the screen. I mean, yeah. it's it's terrifying. Yeah, and then you get to that one like the very end of it where she lands and you're thinking Oh God! I have to actually have a big boss battle with yeah. her now. Something that you haven't had to deal with at all throughout this game. Yes. You're like, why are you going to throw this at me? And it's actually more of like a cutscene where yeah, like, like she's, she she's like holding you up to eat you. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, but then you find out like she kind of just she she has like a moment where she kind of has a flashback a little bit about her kids. Yeah, it's like in the she sees that the fire she started is now about to burn her egg. Yep, the one egg that she has the left. One egg that's left. And she ends up, I think she actually ends up going back to take, was it she takes warmth or? Uh, she takes the the last, the eye of the forest, which is where like, the blind forest yep. title comes from. This spirit that's been your kind of your guardian the whole game and carries it back to the tree herself. Yep. And then she, I think she ends up dying. She gets like vaporized, yeah. Vaporized, yeah. And, and, and the story kind of ends like after they do like the flash and light or whatever, they do uh, kind of that last little cut scene you remember what the cutscene was? You see was? that the Naru character, who turns out that she wasn't dead, she was just sleeping, I guess. Yeah, I that's their happy way of making yes. things better. She's actually going and she's raising this last egg now, and you see yep. the egg hatch, and then the character that, in the second game, they named them Ku, is born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's like that's a great way to start into their game. It's like this character, they don't you they don't they don't waste anything, do no. they? They take this character from this last game that you just learned about, and you're just like, oh, this is awesome. Who's mm-hmm. this? And then they're like, nope, not going to tell you right now. We're going to save that and put it in the next game. And they're <laughs> yeah, like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> so, it's just awful. How did you feel about the combat mechanics in the game? So I I really... The combat... So it, the, it's hard to separate the combat mechanics from the, 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 
the movement mechanics a little bit. Because, and I agree. It's... Yeah. Because there were some of them that were, I almost deliberately avoided getting the combat with uh, some of the little, like, minor creatures that were mm -hmm. on there. You could fight. Yes. Yeah. Just simply because it was easier than um, trying to fight them. It's, yes. it's, it, it, I agree. I felt like the combat was just kind of there to break up the platforming mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah, yeah break up the yeah. puzzles. They really did that just because they, I think they felt like, you know, we don't want just want to be like a platformer, just straight platformer, no fighting. They wanted to make it a little bit more Castlevania. So I haven't played a ton of the second game. Do mm -hmm. they improve upon that a little bit? The second game has a lot deeper combat system. Okay. It has like a three button system where you can purchase and equip different abilities to those slots. So okay. you can have like a little sword or like a giant spirit hammer and that's pretty cool actually. the combat's actually a lot more interesting i feel like and they they gained something and they lost something yeah. too because on one hand it definitely makes the combat more interesting mm -hmm. and it's not something that you just avoid because in the first game they have like so many they have 33 ability points on the map yeah and so if you're fighting even a little bit by the time you get all those ability points you're well past the point of needing more experience yeah, you're yes. super overpowered yeah, at that point yeah. Yeah. yeah and you you've already maxed out the leveling tree on that and the second game I, I feel like the combat's a little bit more interesting, but they lost some of the purity of it being just kind of a platformer. Yes. Uh, I will say the movement's still really tight. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, they have to. Good. They almost have to, though. Well, you have to add some complexity to a sequel. You yeah. can't just release the same game again. Yeah. I mean, you can't if you're certain. Yeah. Certain <laughs> franchises. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not gonna say that anything, because I know there's some people that probably listen to this. Are, I mean, I can't, I can't knock it, because... There are guys that say the same same thing about games we play. It's the yeah. same. We, thing we all know the franchises yeah. that release the same game every single year, with <laughs> virtually nothing that has changed. Reskinned. That's right, and they might go pew pew. Here we go. So, Since yeah. it's an easy target, whenever Halo Twelve comes out, we'll all be thinking, "Man, Halo Two was the best Halo." <laughs> oh my god! Don't get me started. It's yeah. It, it was just yeah. But anyway, so like kind of the wrap up a little bit. Um, what were your what were your uh, overall feelings of watching him just play it? I know you. I know are you are you gonna try and play it on your I own? I might try and play it. Um, I did like the story. That was always the the big thing with it is the game has to have a story that I want to go through and experience yeah, and, for me to like go through all the puzzles and the yeah, jumping. I don't know how much replayability it has, but it would be fun to play it again. I feel like now the real question is: Are you gonna up up James and hundred percent it? Make him look bad? No. <laughs> I will say that if you want to truly 100%, I left this out, there's achievements in the game, and some of them are ridiculous. Like, there's, yes. a, one, there's a one life mode, like a hardcore mode, and yes. I don't. No. No, these kind of games. That's ignorant. The, the, spikes, the spikes are very punishing, like most platformers, yes. and I just don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's people who've done it, but. So, yeah. I mean, I would, I'm sure sound. there's a way to get around it, like if you save. And try to get through each portion, but you can only oh. save a certain amount of. If like, you're gonna save scum it, then what's the point? I mean, if you're if you want that trophy or that well achievement, just, you may as well just open up the console commands on the, your PC and just give it to yourself. I mean. mm, <laughs> you make a valid point. I might just do that instead. <laughs> just say I get if it. If you anyways. just want more Steam points, there's easier ways to hey, get it. Hey, you know them. what? I need my my. <laughs> Immaterial level to go up that means absolutely nothing in real life, James. Yes. That's what I need because it makes me feel like I have worth. No. <laughs> so I know. So you're you might play it a little bit. Are I you? Think are, I might play play through it. I I haven't been watching the second game as much, so I might, you know, jump in there and play that through that story yeah. with for myself. 
That'd be fun. Um, and it would be fun. But like the these games, uh, the motivation for me is just discovering the story because of yeah. how frustrating the gameplay is. And so like <laughs> the idea of going back and a hundred percenting it is just not yeah. worth it for a me. Little, a little daunting, I'd <laughs> yes. say, because I said I definitely had that feeling too, a little bit. Of I, guess I don't think you would find Ori too frustrating. I said, with the exception said, of that first escape sequence being so yeah. brutal, the rest of the game is just a really fun platformer and the hardest sections are to get like some of the bonus orbs and stuff, and if you don't care about getting everything, then you could just pass by most of that and yeah. be fine. I mean, that's what I did a lot yeah. of. So. That, that, that was my well, the hard part with with um, Hollow Knight was all of the boss battles were just so <sighs> difficult. And well, I mean, the, even even that that was just a that was a, a dark a Dark Soul side scroller. Yes. And I, it was wonderful. It was. And it was much it more was, fun to just brutal. watch James play. But you have to be in a masochistic mood for that yes. one. I mean, that's. Uh, I did a solid two months where I tried to like just play through that. And I was just like, I just like I have to be in the right mood for this, and I just I couldn't get past. A, I think it was like the third or fourth boss, and I, I was just like, I have to take a break from this. I did finish that one. I never actually beat the Radiance. I did. I did all Good the side. I did all the side bosses and stuff to unlock the Radiance, but I ended up just not getting the perfect ending. It happens, you know. I, like, I should come back one day and truly finish it. Well, you might as well just hold off because they're making another one. I'm excited about Silk Song. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be fun. I definitely play that. So I've been really kind of like making. As a side tangent, I know, <laughs> but I was looking around on Etsy and I want to get some uh, print up art. For it, so you put one. Yeah, I've been looking. I have been. Game. I have been looking around for something to put up here because I know I've got. Nobody can see this, but I've got uh, a couple different things in here. I've got the Firefly uh, print right now that I want to have up, and I and I want to find. And like I said, that's just one of my favorite games. Just even though it's brutally hard and mm -hmm. it just. It just makes me want to like tear my hair out a little bit. I so, love it. If you like it, last time the Anime Con was in town, mm -hmm. Kelly and I did find a Hollow Knight poster that we bought. Oh yeah. Um, heck, I could give you that one, or we <sighs> could. Uh, I'm we sure the artist's name is written on the back of it. You could call them yeah, up and order. We can yeah. find that. Yeah, we can find them online. I'm sure they got some. That's another plug, guys. If you guys are in the area of Southeast Missouri, Cape Cape has a uh, anime convention and a Comic Con. Every mm -hmm. I don't know if they're gonna have it again this year with everything going on, but. That go there, guys. Small conventions are where it's at. Yeah, it's, it's not like going to some of these big small. ones where you have to like move and shuffle around people. But and you can no, find you... some supporting local people and local vendors. Mm -hmm. Is yeah, it's what I'm oh, all yeah, about. And so it's mm -hmm. nice unless you're going to a panel. Um, you could go and, and see it all in mm -hmm. a, a couple of hours. Like James took oh, a yeah. lunch break one last yeah. time. And it's great. That's what we did for lunch. I know. Yeah. I think the only other anime convention that I, I went to that I truly enjoyed was the one down in, uh, I think it was Dallas? See, I've never been to a big one like you went oh. to. We we went down there, and but the thing was... I, I will remember, say I did love your Alex Louise Armstrong cosplay. Yeah, yeah. Right, I did. That was... The one that time I completely, sha I completely <laughs> shaved my head. You had the little... I had the curl, <laughs> and I found the, the mustache, and I used Gummer's glue, or uh, as it was... It was spirit gum. Spirit yeah. gum, that's what it was, to put on that mustache. And I was surprised how many people were like, Wow, you I did a really good job. I'm sure you got some attention. Yeah, so good. shout out to my mom because she helped make that costume because I there was no way I was going to be able to afford to buy one. I, was, I kind of always assumed that Jackie had made it for you. I didn't no, my mom, my mom made that. Wow. And I love you, mom, if you're ever listening. <laughs> but 
if you ever want, I still have that costume actually. I'm never gonna throw it away because it was just, it was great. Because she made it to where I can actually like, you can tighten it up or loosen it out if you need to. So I might in the future, if I can ever like grow my hair back out and do that again, I might do that again. Yeah. Just because, because I think I've got the gloves still. I'm gonna try, I would have to order, I wanna order gloves if I do that mm -hmm. next time. But it was really cool. Well, see, Brotherhood so. was so, this was before Brotherhood came out and that was so popular that I'm oh, sure yeah. that you yeah. can just order a costume yeah. these days if you really wanted to. Oh my God, dude. So I was having, that's another argument we're gonna have later on. I, I'm, I don't know if I'm gonna have James on for this one or we're gonna be but my buddy from work, but I told him we're gonna either do uh, Full Metal Alchemist or Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh. And it's, they're both amazing. <sighs> I could tell you what my vote would be right yeah, now. No I, hesitation. Yeah. Dude, I love Brotherhood. I was going to say, Brotherhood, no hesitation. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, and I, I grew up on the first one first, but you Brotherhood, actually, Brotherhood you was actually, something else. You actually introduced me to it, which is phenomenal. So, yeah. wow, that was a huge long tangent, but I yeah, love it anyways. Anyway. <laughs> so, but, um, so are you, I know you've, you loved it, so you love the game so much, James, mm -hmm. that you were, uh, you've already started to play on the other one. I went straight yeah, to the sequel, to, which I, I was nervous. I had to take a break, because I didn't want him to ruin the game for himself. Well, and I gotta say, this is a credit to the guys who did the sequel, is yeah. I've done that before, like I went from straight from Dark Souls 2 to Dark Souls 3, for example, and I just had to set it down and stop, because... I just wasn't ready to do the same thing again. Yeah. They've they've kept enough of the core platforming mechanics that it still feels like a smooth, fast mm -hmm. platformer, but they mix things up enough that it's still satisfying just to go right into the second game. So no, I, it's still a good game. Yeah. It's a I don't I'll, we can review it later, I guess. I yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get into it a little bit probably I mean, later on after we get into yeah. uh, after we both completed because like I said, it's gonna have to take us. Probably it's gonna be a few months before it we get into it. It definitely has a bit of feature bloat compared to the first one. It's yes. not it's not the satisfying, smooth experience the first game is, but there's more to it to chew on too. So mm -hmm. it's kind of yeah. depends on your taste, I think. So like I said, we'll we'll get into that a little bit more whenever uh, we both finish it. But I, mm -hmm. I, I from what I've seen of it so far, it's good. I'm it's enjoying it. I'm enjoying it so fun. far. Um, and I said, hopefully, if Kelly gets into it, we can all really dig into yeah. it and chew mm -hmm. into it a little bit more. But, but yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the first one enough that I will definitely uh, go all the way and at least definitely finish the, the, the storyline on the second one. I don't know if I'm going to 99% the second <laughs> one, but, but we'll see. We'll we're, see. we're definitely going to have something like that. But, but like I said, obviously, it was so, it's, it's so well-received overall. But like I said, we've already talked about the awards that are received. Um, I mean, it's been released on almost every platform yeah. that I can think of. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it just, like I said, if, if, if anything to take away from this, guys, if you haven't played it yet, go out and grab it. Um, mm -hmm. That's my highest recommendation. The Definitive Edition is 20 bucks. Yeah, you could probably in with Steam's winter sale coming up here it's, soon. It's probably it might it's go on a short sale. Game what 10, 12 hours yeah. tops. Mm -hmm. It's great for the Switch if you have yeah. a Switch. Like I said it, it's lots of bright colors and gorgeous sound. It works great on the Switch. Oh yeah, that's actually so I, showing that our, our big screen. Oh, it's well, beautiful. and like I said, if you're traveling during the holidays, pick it up, guys. It take up. take it with you if you're going out of your family's house, you're going home from college or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just sit there. You know, yeah, you spend this, a, this would be one that like even non gamers might just sit there and watch because yeah. it's really well even pretty. jackie so jackie was watching me play whenever i originally dodged it and she was just like she actually sat there for a good 15 minutes and watched me play she never does that with any game i have well ever. like you said earlier you drew a good parallel i think to miyazaki it has that vibrant fantasy yeah. type art style i don't could say it's a miyazaki style art, no, but no, 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 no. but that very course. kind of vibrant layered bright color foresty thing yeah. it has going on it's just a pleasure to play yeah. <laughs> absolutely and like i said that's that's why i'm really hoping to 
to really start to feel that with the, with the second one once I get in to kind of dig into it. I'm probably going to have to restart it because it's been about a month since I, I played it. I will say it's a subtle thing, but on the second one, whenever you are walking across branches and like trees the, the and logs and stuff, they they have different amounts of springiness. Mm-hmm. Like a thin branch will really bounce as you move across oh God, it. That's really a, cool. a stone won't move at all, and like a bridge might shudder a little mm-hmm. bit. They really polish yes. the details for the second one. It, it's a subtle thing, but it's a very satisfying play experience. Yeah, and those are the things that make it interesting to watch. It's just those little subtle things. It feels and like a much more living like, environment. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I can't. I'm not. I'm not. We're we're done here. Buy, 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 buy Lego Harry Potter. You're gonna sit. You're gonna sit at 95 percent for the next two months. That's how close I am to getting done with it. And it's just like close. Yeah, I know. I I no, no. Gotta finish it. Gotta get all the collectibles. I'm so close to getting all the gold bricks, James. So you won't play well with this, but you will collect all the gold bricks. Hey, you leave me alone. Everyone, everyone has their drug of choice. You understand? Fair Fair enough. That's so, true. anyways, guys, that's going to be our episode for Ori the Blind Force before we devolve into you know, critiquing each other's life choices on video games. So, like I said, if you guys have liked what you guys uh, have heard here, Lego Harry Potter is like the pot of video games. I mean, it's like a chill kind of. Mellow. Okay. Seriously, you just said you were going to do this already at the end Not of every at, at the end of every episode. Okay, we'll just stop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> God dang. See, this is what I have to deal with, ladies and gents. So, anyways, so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, and if you guys have any critiques or anything like that, just let us know. I know Kelly's already given me some uh, things to think about. And we're definitely going to try and, and, and incorporate those into the, into the podcast to make them a lot more ple- pleasant for you guys. Because, like I said, that's our whole point here is to enjoy ourselves and improve upon how we guys are, uh, how we're doing things here for you guys and gals. So, um, anyways, hope you guys have a wonderful holiday season. Enjoy the leaves falling. Kelly and James, I want to thank you guys for coming in and talking with me. And I know, and hopefully, like I said, we'll be back next week. I don't know if Mm -hmm. you guys will be here, but maybe it's Jackie. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But, again, thanks, guys, for showing up. And, everybody, thanks for seeing us. All right. Have a nice day, guys. Bye. If you're interested in keeping up to date with new episodes on our channel, Add us on any of your favorite podcasting apps or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Seriously Pointless Conversations. If you have questions or concerns, please email us at seriouslypointlessconvo at gmail.com. We appreciate any feedback. Thank you for listening to our show.